is popping. Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, <laughs> everyone in the world. I heard Reaver. Thank you so we, much. We messed up. We don't even. We didn't even use our clicker. Oh. No, yeah, you did. We did. Uh, I did. Use oh, the clicker. Totally oh. missed that part. Are we gonna? <laughs> <laughs> You know do what? You need a, do you need a quick restart? Nah, that's all right. You know what? We're going to keep rolling it. with this. But thank you so Man, much you guys are rusty. for yeah. watching the first episode of season two of Moral Dilemma. Oh, that sounded good. Thank actually. you. I thought that uh, was cool. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know why I took that all as a compliment to me. Yeah. Was, was it good. was it to me? Yeah, it was thank the you. base. I've been working on my, my deep ground. For yeah, until someone listening one... someone listening to the opening of the show in their car just swerved <laughs> off the road. <laughs> <laughs> True. But that's right, you heard it right. New year, new moral dilemmas. This is season two, episode one. They probably lost a fender. <laughs> their fender shook off. Their license plate's like <laughs> like their like their door just vibrated, the glass fell through. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I hope that kicked off Sorry. season two well for you guys. Um, Literally. But we're excited. We have had some focus group meetings. We have talked about what we want to do this this season. And uh, we're just going to wing it. We're really just going to wing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm too. Um, a lot of good stuff's been going on. How's your guys' 2021 been? It's been all right. Yeah? yeah. It's been pretty good. What, what's today? The 5th? 4th? 3rd? It's the 3rd. 3rd. Jeez, it's going by slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like I've been here for... For at least five days. Well, I've had a terrible day. Well, uh, I, I went to Wendy's and they put mayonnaise on my sandwich. They didn't oh, put them no. on though. You well, paid for mine. Let me ask you this question: Up, up or down? Like, is twenty twenty one going to be up or? Down? <laughs> I'm going to say that's a very broad question. <laughs> let me ask you is guys this question be, real quick: Is it going up be, or down? <laughs> I think I'm more of an up guy myself. Yeah, like, like, you think think it, like you think it's going to be better? Or is that just the medicine? I think it. Talking? I think it has to be better. Like so, I didn't. I didn't hate 2020. I mean, I know it was a bad year for a lot of people, but the introverted side of me thrived. Dan, what's up, dude? <laughs> we just had a studio and audience. We just had Dan Norman come in. He will be making an appearance. Oh yeah, uh, you can move my catch up, man. <laughs> eventually on season two. Yeah, watch that packet right there. It's on the seat. But what I was saying, 2020 for me though, as an introvert, there was a couple highlights for me. Being yeah. locked inside for a while, not having to go out. Well, well, think about it. You had Call of Duty Modern Warfare playing. True. Too, which uh, we're going to talk about. Which we're going to oh, we're going to talk about. Think it. about it. We just started Moral Dilemma on this. True. Yeah. This Honestly, show came I don't to be I don't think I don't think that Moral Dilemma would have started without COVID. No, it wouldn't have. Cuz yeah. we wouldn't have had time. I wouldn't have this we wouldn't have had this room. <laughs> I would have I would have been at college for a little bit longer cuz I think we started while I was still taking classes online. Yeah, I, it was like I came home from Columbus. Logan or yeah, Corey came back from Columbus. Logan was home every once in a while. I was home from school. And good old this COVID. Yeah. This honestly is probably the it's best a part myth. of 2020 for me. 100%. Really? Oh, 100%. See, I got a new house, so that was good. Yeah, That's you had good. a lot of cool things going yeah. on. Had a new house. Um, yeah. You met me. What else? <laughs> <laughs> me and Eric just met in 2020. 2020. <laughs> I just met Corey and um, <laughs> actually yesterday in the Kroger parking lot. Yeah. Shout out to Kroger. Sponsor yeah, he, he was having trouble getting the car, so I was like moving his scooter around yeah. for him. Which oh, yeah. oh wait, what, what is that, that Corey? I get in the car actually. Logan took my scooter Which, from so me. So you actually had your surgery in 2020. Yeah, I did. So you December 22nd, and they screwed it up. Yeah, no, they did not. Corey they went in it. for a wrist surgery <laughs> and came out with a bandaged <laughs> ankle and a hey, scooter. <laughs> we have another moral dilemma to talk about this because I came out with random stitches. True, you remember? Yeah, Corey told surgery? me that. Yeah, yeah, tell him. 
Okay, so uh, it's actually not a problem, but it is. Ryan thinks it is. <laughs> it's a I'm, huge problem. It's, it's 100% so, a hundred percent. So part of my it's illegal. Part of my surgery was supposed to be that they were gonna take some bone marrow out of my hip and like put it in my ankle to help grow some cartilage. Those uh-huh. are so annoying. But then to when get. they got in there, they said that they didn't have to use it. But they already took my bone marrow, and I didn't think about it until like a couple days later. Yeah. When I got home, or when I was at home, I was like feeling along my hip and i was like something itches and i had stitches oh, so they had no taken idea. the bone marrow but yeah. they just didn't use it see here's my theory well, I th- could you I get think... that like in a jar well ryan a bone marrow yeah have bone marrow is a liquid isn't it so it's, what it's kind of like so it what? almost looks like spongy so what? Ooh, i had to like spongy? i had to like True, you, could, you could you could have it in a jar you can put anything but, in a jar yeah. really if you think about uh, but it but ryan's theory was this, you they... can say this is for my butt <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh gosh! Oh boy! So it's Ryan, gonna be one of those Ryan's, shows, folks. It's Ryan's gonna be one of those theory, shows. Ryan's theory was they took one of my kidneys, and I, told oh, I oh, think oh, it's oh, either your kidney or your liver. So they went up through your butt and got your liver. Well, okay, it's on Eric, my where, where did you get butt from out of all this? He said hip. Oh hip. Well, hip butt. What are we say very right? No, it's I on actually the heard old old war. Dan, you can back me up on this. Old <laughs> World War II veterans used bone marrow to um, to prime their weapons before mm, they fired. I heard that. Really? They also used their own blood sometimes as kind of like a, a full body shield because the iron in the blood would kind of start to like make different projectiles bounce Why off of it. Why isn't that an attachment for Carl? And Amelia Beatty. Earhart never <laughs> wrecked her point either. Yeah. No. Actually, Amelia, come on out. <laughs> What's up, girl? How you fine? Oh, Is that like the tampon thing in Army of Two where you could use the tampon? What? <laughs> what? Wait, what? That came out of nowhere. I don't well, know Well, I'm just thinking in that, in that game, you could use, if you got, you were bleeding, you would oh, use yeah, yeah, tampon. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I never got to play people, that game. People use that in the hospital for See, I had a reason for sharing. Ryan, why are you so surprised? Your like major life injury was when you cut yourself with a pocket knife and used a diaper to stop. Yeah. It. Hey, I used a diaper on my kid's forehead when he really cut his head open. Dude, they're absorbent. Yeah, it's yeah. absorbent as heck. I mean, you don't That's have anything else. You got to yeah. use something. No, I cut. unless you buy Dollar General name brand or like. Yeah. Generic and yeah. they're not very good. Well, that's that's what I'm wearing right now. I mean, it's on fine. <laughs> I've, I've peed my pants like three times since we've started, and I'm not feeling any drips. You guys? <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> if it had a, the capability to leap across to a different chair, <laughs> dude, don't underestimate my pee. But, well, speaking of pee, we you, uh, we're, <laughs> we're gonna have Isabella quote that on our oh, Facebook. Man. <laughs> yeah, you gonna love the part about the tampons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so moral of the sur- surgery. <laughs> moral of the surgery. Um, uh, I, had a, I had a surgery that didn't go super well a couple years ago, and they found out there was some stuff wrong, so they went and fixed it. So far, I'm feeling good. They left a few tools in, inside your ankle. They did they not do that, but mm-hmm. they said stuff they was some loose in there, so, Ooh. Uh, so they had to tighten goosey? her all back up. Because you already have like some bolts and nuts in here, right? Yeah. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> I do. Don't we I all? Do, <laughs> you have some hardware. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we all got some nuts and bolts in us. <laughs> I have six screws. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Only six? No, only six screws. I got eight, dude. Mm, all right. <laughs> but, all right. He also has a screw loose. <laughs> but not anymore. They tightened it. <laughs> But Corey, don't look at me in life. I'm not going to fall off. How, how are you feeling ankle wise? Oh, the ankle feels good. Yeah, yeah. He's got a flashy scooter. When can you? When can you, you start walking on it? 
Um, so right now, the now estimate or? the <laughs> estimate it was four to six weeks after surgery. It's been two weeks. Uh-huh. I have my uh, first surgical follow up with the uh, orthopedic surgeon tomorrow. Actually, hopefully, we don't okay. take another organ. So, yeah, I know. That's I, okay. I can't function without my other kidneys. Yeah. So. They're, ba- yeah. they're making bank off you though. I yeah, I know. It. They probably sold it for about thirty grand. So that's your theory is that they just took. Some no, I think for and... sure while they were in there, they probably took. I mean, uh, Corey told me the other day that if if your liver's damaged, it can grow back. That's true. And I bro. think they I think they took some of his liver, so sold it to a witch yeah, doctor. That, the <laughs> fun fact, the liver is the only organ in the body that can grow back. It can regenerate itself. Can you still take, don't know he's a really bad diabetic and they probably shouldn't take anything from me. So <laughs> no, that's why they want so it with, for certain rituals. So with uh, <laughs> rituals. so with people that need a liver transplant, if they can find a living donor for a liver, they can take part of the person that has a healthy liver, they can take part of their liver, put it in the person that has like a dying liver and it will grow into a healthy that's liver awesome. and the other that's person in less than a year the other person will completely heal back to normal isn't, mm. isn't the liver too something you can't live without like it's yeah like one of the well things the you liver, have to have like the you liver live with the liver life. and your kidneys are both like play a major part in like getting the um they like kind of like clean stuff, your right? blood yeah. yeah they like yeah. clean your blood it's so like without your uh, That's a without your liver you got a major problem <laughs> livers and coronavirus are myths. yeah see my stance on that is that i don't I don't know if the liver even exists. I think it might be a conspiracy. That's what I'm thinking too. Oh, man. brother. Yeah. Kind of like oh, flat man. earth. Which That's not a conspiracy. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, the earth, is, the earth is 100% flat. You're really getting into some moral oh, dilemmas this here, was, guys. We, this was supposed to be a <laughs> yeah, five-minute intro about yeah. my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked for like yeah, 20 we were minutes all about, over the place. hey, this the is, most this is what I wanted this out is of season two. Season two. I, I, like, I like the free form, but we are going to go into our topic we want to talk we about. We don't have to. We could just talk about random stuff. True. I'm sure I'm sure we're going to rabbit trail, and I'd say we embrace it. Every season we should have a dumpster episode where we just talk. Dumpster episode. I like that idea. We could call it dumpster diving, you know. Download. It goes dumpster back download. to where it goes back on the same trip where we had this idea. We dumpster dive. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't got that's true. No, I had to throw them out. Remember? Oh no, I talked to you about that oh. because it wasn't actually I fixable. Oh, I thought was, it was fixable, and I fixed one of them, but then sad. the other, the other two had me. Didn't we get issues. something else from that dumpster though? I'm depressed. No, I don't hepatitis. Think so. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, but anyway, you know what I was playing two. right before this podcast? <laughs> Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to explain season two real quick. What okay. we're kind of thinking. It. Who knows? After this episode, we might change our mind. But we're going to start. Season two, will. as you know, most of our episodes have been like three or two or three topics, and then uh, and then we do a Bible verse thing. We're gonna try to focus. We're gonna we're gonna aim to have like ten episodes for season two. We're try gonna to try focus. to focus on having one main topic per episode. And today's ep- today's topic is Call of Duty. Some people might hate Call of Duty, but I'll tell you what, you're gonna love this episode. Don't give up on us. Don't give up because this it's a great is great time to go be, back to season one. We'll, you're gonna yeah. learn some, some stuff. You're gonna learn some stuff about us because we all love Call of Duty. Um, and at, we're also going to, in every episode, we're really going to hone in on the name of our of our podcast, Moral Dilemma. Am I the only one that probably owns every single Call of Duty? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Because you guys play it, get rid of it. First one's 2003, <laughs> no, right? I have, all, I have all of the one. The only ones I don't have are like the ones from Wii, but I don't sell Yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the, the crappy ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like declassified yeah. from well, PS Well, what's Vita? the oldest one you have? Oh, it's the Call of Duty Red One or Call oh, of Duty. Oh, shoot. That's like PS2? Yeah, because yeah. the first Call of Duty actually was a PC game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It yeah. didn't come out on console. They played it on The Office. <laughs> Remember that? No. That arc? Oh, yeah. yeah At Stanford, Jim goes over. Season three. Thank you, Dan. Season three. 
Yeah, Logan, what's what's the first COD? Uh, the first COD is just Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah, that's right. And 2003. 2003. And you're talking about Call of Duty 2 Big Red? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the gum. Yeah. yeah. So, Eric, you have all the Call of Duty since then? I have Call of Duty Finest Hour. I have, yeah, Jeez. I have pretty much all of them. Call of Duty 2. That's I impressive. Have, I have all of them. Good for you. How much Except were they when the they... ones in, that are really bad. In 2003, how much was a new the new Call of Duty game? Uh, it was like was it sixty forty dollars oh, really like I'd say forty nine, mm-hmm. and then they increased it with a with a PS four they they increased it ten dollars their yeah. games. Mm-hmm. So so if yeah. you have all these, some could do the quick math. Whatever uh, there's <laughs> there's seventeen now there's seventeen yeah minus two if you count Cold War and then you subtract the one on PC. So what are, what's seventeen times so fifty five? We'll take the 15 middle fifteen times fifty five. Take the middle ground do there. A little quick math. Oh, I'm so just gonna do my yeah. calculator. He pulls up the clock app. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do some math. Pulls out his. So you can say clock. that Eric has spent eight hundred twenty-five dollars on Call of Duty. No, that's actually not true because I know Eric's getting deals. Yeah, that's somehow. what I was gonna say. I didn't get all these uh, at the retail price. But I would say it's probably closer to like five hundred. Yeah, I'd say probably spent five hundred. Like Ghost, I didn't get right away, and even like uh, even the newest one, I didn't. I waited till there was a. Yeah. Sale. Well, also, Eric, it would have been cool to see where the the console switch was and the platform switch was and then factor in how much you spent on the new console to play the newer games yeah. true and you haven't yeah. you haven't got the ps5 yet so no, you're tacking wait. on another 500 bucks <laughs> but you can still play cold war so technically it doesn't yeah. matter man all right well um yeah so you just ruined your point <laughs> i just i had to say it out loud yeah well, I'm going to kick this off with some facts about Call of Duty. Okay. Because I did some research. I've always kind of wondered this, and I've always kind of assumed. But there are some things on here that kind of blew my mind. Um, but the first thing I looked up, we're going to talk about our favorite Call of Duties. And I looked up just the best-selling Call of Duties to see to see like what, what was the best-selling, what people liked the most. And what do you guys think is the number one best-selling Call of Duty at all time? Best-selling? Best-selling? Modern like, Warfare like, like, 3. Like the, the Call of Duty that has sold the most. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 3. Okay. I think, I think three. it's 3. Um, I think it's 2. I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go out on a limb and say the newest Modern Warfare. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, that doesn't yeah. surprise me, though. Because, because the, the new Modern Warfare has sold 32 million copies. And then it, I, it, I, would say, I would say that part of that is with the release of Warzone... And oh, then yeah. with the loadout drops, if you're in game, you can level up the guns mm-hmm. in multiplayer, and yeah. then your loadout drops are better. No, I think it was genius so what think, they did with that. I think that made yeah. people try and more people buy the game just because you can get Warzone alone for free, mm-hmm. but you can't load up. You can't like make a loadout. Yeah. Well, I think so. that wouldn't have been possible without Modern Warfare Two and Three being the games before that. Yeah, but. I- so, because it's kind, it's technically a, Warfare, a remastered. Well, because almost. what came out right before Modern Warfare? What was the game right before that? That was Roads uh, to Victory. Was Call. it World War Two? <laughs> the game just before that oh, was Black Ops uh, Four. Black Ops Four. Oh, you're Ops talking about the new one. I see. Black, Black Ops Four didn't do very well. Black Ops Four. So, so on my list, I got this from Forbes actually, so I know it's legit. Uh, Black Ops Four <laughs> isn't even listed on the top ten best-selling it's ones. Not. Yeah. It's towards so, the which bottom. means that Call of Duty. What they did with mon- with the new Modern Warfare really turned things around for I, them. I, I oh, agree because I think that. it was it was Holy. dying. I think even when uh, you compare it with the new one, Black mm-hmm. Ops, I think there's, I think it makes me appreciate uh, really what the, they did with Modern Warfare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because I mean, Modern Warfare ca- came around the same because obviously Fortnite blew up. Yeah, the whole yeah. battle royale thing blew up, and Modern Warfare came out 
and I don't know how well it sold at first, but I know when Warzone came out, their their version of Battle Royale, that's when things took off. Everyone was <laughs> Black Ops it. 4 butchered the Battle Royale. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that's true. Black Ops Did 4 you know had there's, it. there's a lot of people that like that, prefer that mm-hmm. on the PC. They still play. Yeah, I've heard the that. Black I Ops actually read that. One. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I think Warzone really opened I, the, the area, the new Warzone. Mm-hmm. I would say that Call of Duty was really kind of on a downward spiral for the last couple games I agree prior oh to yeah well Infinity War uh, yeah. I thought made it take a nose yeah that. I and I didn't even like Ghost I mean I, I know you yeah. did but Ghost, I didn't like I, it I was okay with Ghost but I hated Advanced Warfare yeah I could not. Oh, the, really? I got like, into that one. Well, that was the cross between the PS3 and the. Yeah, I thought the exosuits were cool with the custom ability, custom was, customization of I them. I thought the single player was really good. If you uh, ever played the single, man, player I player. could not speak to I single did. players. I kind of play them passively. And you had Kevin Spacey, which we yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I remember that. We could talk about more dilemma with him, but anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But my thing with that but, was, I felt like they were trying to do too much, <laughs> because like they were really good about like in the older games. They were working through, like, kind of, like, chronologically. Mm-hmm. Like, the World War II game was, like, you know, guns were specific to the time and whatever. Yeah. But then you get to Advanced Warfare, and it was, like, mm-hmm. the, I felt like they tried to add so much stuff and make it super futuristic, but, like, it really wasn't supposed yeah. to be that far into the future at the same time. I just thought too much. Well, to your on. point, I think that's why I think a lot of people liked what they did with uh, Modern Warf- the first Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It'd be four, Call of Duty four, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That was. I think that was the breakout of this whole kill streak. You can get these, you know, different things to happen if you get so many kills in a row. Mm-hmm. That whole idea transpired to that game. So mm-hmm. I think that people don't, at least for me, I, mm-hmm. I like some of the futuristic stuff like they did in Black Ops mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. ways, but I I really like the more real yeah. type of scenario yeah. type and, things. And even in those games there were situations where they used the more advanced technology, but mm. it's like legit technology. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So, so like whenever you're doing like a spec ops mission or something in the campaign, like you have stuff like yeah. night vision and stuff that people mm-hmm. don't usually yeah. like get to be super acquainted mm-hmm. with. You get to see. Well, I can't that. even remember. Do you guys remember the, in, in, in call of duty, uh, um, four yeah where they had where they you were in the plane Mm -hmm. and you were shooting down yeah that was so awesome it was like break it was you know just groundbreaking yeah Yeah. because it was so amazing because you could switch your your utility yeah yeah Yeah. see i think that i think that something that modern warfare really banked on was so if we look here black ops 3 sold really well it was. It was actually. It's actually a pretty good game. Black Ops Three is the sixth best-selling COD of all time. And how many other eighteen? Well, how does how does that factor in? Because that was a PlayStation uh, uh, free Those, game too. True. Yeah. I wonder how that factors. See, in. this is on selling, so uh, I think it's copies no, bought. A, a lot of times um, in the PlayStation Store, uh, at least in the PlayStation Store, it counts as a buy. Oh, it does. Okay. Because whenever you go to, you actually have to click on purchase. Mm-hmm. It you goes still get an per, email. You get an email as a purchase transaction. Yeah. It just says it was zero. So I think that actually factors in. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that helps. If we look at the order of things, we have Black Ops Three, and this is what I think is interesting. Black Ops Three was actually let's go back one advanced warfare that was the first futuristic one Mm -hmm. that they did there Mm -hmm. were the mech suits and stuff black ops 3 same thing mech suits it's in the future the next one infinite warfare way in the future yeah battling in space i think it just was like a detachment i think that when infinite warfare hit 
that's when people started losing interest real hard because their people are sick yeah, of the, I really didn't because like actually th- this is a fact for the, I might still be the most disliked video on YouTube for a long time was the infinite warfare release trailer. Cause people were so ticked because everyone's wanting boots on the ground, which yeah. is also interesting because after infinite warfare was world war two, which on the moon. sold very poorly. Oh, which really? Surprises me, but actually, that game is. Just, I think it's good. You like it? I mean, I think the. Did you play much See, of the multiplayer? I, I really stuff? liked it, but I think they did a really bad job of keeping it fresh for people. Yeah, because probably, maybe so. Because this I, is kind of before all the DLC stuff was coming out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had DLC. It also had zombies, and people did not like the zombies at all, and that's all a right. big selling point for people. But after World War Two, I think. And actually, after World War II, is Black Ops 4, which is another futuristic one people were ticked about. Um, so I think there, they kind of realized that people want boots on the ground. People are banking on their memories, on things like that. And well, that's when Modern back, Warfare came out. I think and, they went back to the roots, too. Absolutely. And I, and I, think, I think one I think of the biggest changes that they made, too, was a lot of the times the games, the kill streaks would take over the game. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they changed with um, with this new Modern Warfare yeah, Cold War. was... Well, what oh, okay. Modern, Modern, Warfare. Modern Warfare, sir. What they changed there was the kill streaks that you would you'd lose it in the sense that I couldn't have like if it used to be like you could lay a claymore and then you could still kill somebody and that would count to your next kill streak if yeah. you died. Mm-hmm. Well, they ended that yeah. and actually ended that your grenade. If you die, your grenade just wipes out. It yeah. just it does it disappears, it which I off. think that's interesting yeah. because in the old one, uh, if you go back and play it. You can throw a grenade and you're yeah. dead. And it well, still there was a perk called, um, I think it was called Afterlife. It was a perk mm-hmm. in the game where when you died, you dropped your your body dropped their grenades and killed people. And people yeah. hated that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and he had last man well, standing. And the thing. thing is, though, now they're kind of incorporating it back in, though, because Cold War, if you lay a, um, a bouncing Betty down, it stays. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've gotten kills multiple hmm. times. I didn't know that. Um, I'll have to get it's like it'll go off. Yeah. <laughs> it'll go off after, like, I'll get killed, and then, yeah. like, a minute later, I'll have forgotten about it entirely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it'll, it'll go off, and well, I'll get a kill, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. okay, that's... Well, Call of Duty 4, you could actually lay down stuff, and even if you died, it'd still be there yeah. mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it went off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think Modern Warfare did so well because not only did the Battle Royale stuff really boost it, I think it did a really, really good job of taking stuff from... Because a fan, even though it didn't sell as well as I thought, because Modern Warfare Two uh, was is the seventh best selling COD of all time, which I thought was gonna be a lot higher. But a lot of places I've looked up fan polls, that's their favorite game of all time. This Modern Warfare kind of took that that vibe of well, the Modern Warfare game. But of course, also, we we have to take into fact too that I think more people have consoles now than probably I agree. back. Then. True, yeah, absolutely. And I would say that was back. I would say Modern Warfare Two is probably when console, like console gaming, started to pick up. Well, I, I would I would say that a lot of people. That's also when just Call of Duty in general picked up. Yeah, and it's also interesting because Modern Warfare Two was when the Call of Duty Pro League started picking up too. Yeah. Oh, really? And people like it, that was kind of like the first game that got a lot of people into like pro gaming. And Modern Warfare Two was like known to kind of be that groundbreaking thing for well, for Call of Duty to make it into tournaments and stuff like that i think the new modern warfare 2 did a good job pulling old old things that people loved back into the game like mm-hmm. even the maps like they everyone yeah. modern warfare 2 was rust 
Yeah. Like everyone loved Rust and they were like, okay, we're going to remaster this entire map mm-hmm. and put it back in this game. And people loved it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, well, I do so have a little pet peeve when it comes to Newtown, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, come on. Actually, this will be fun. What are you guys' favorite COD maps? Favorite ship map? Shit! <laughs> oh my god! I just like to go in there and just kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> just keep getting shoot house. Oh, I got, these, I got these challenges to do. Oh, okay, I'll play shipment and just get it all done. All right. So, so if you see a gamer tag, a preacher man with a rocket launcher, you know that's Eric coming so for people you. People that don't know, shipment is the smallest map in Call of Duty history. Yeah, and it's, it's a literally box, it's actually. literally a, a box pretty much of shipment containers <laughs> that they shove sixteen players inside to fight. And it's chaos, and yeah. Eric throws. Uh, okay, so I had no idea that was like that. And when I first started playing, and I got on that, and I died every two seconds, I'm like, "What <laughs> is going on?" Well, I was so confused. And just move well, people down. That's all you have to do. And then when I like, I, I, I lasted more than two seconds. I'm running. I'm like, I bit. This thing is like an inch by an inch square. And you know yeah. what? You don't even have to. No sh- wonder you don't I'm even dying. Have to really aim. You just point at oh, something, yeah, sure. and you just shoot. At some time, at some point, there's going to be a respawn. <laughs> well, respawn and here's not. here's the thing. The worst part about it's that pre-firing. Is, yeah. yeah, pre-firing. Yeah, <laughs> The worst part about that is is like usually in a map that small, you would think that you wouldn't be able to spawn trap. But you can spawn trap in that map too. Oh, so sure. like you can back just far enough away mm-hmm. that yep. like they're still spawning in one corner. Not that and if I've your whole that. team lines up the right <laughs> way, you just, you can just mow game. them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, so bad. be honest with you, I think Crash is one of my favorites. Okay, that's a good one. I, a lot. It's <laughs> actually a good map. No, Are you of, joking? A lot of no, people. I like Crash. I hate Crash. Uh, okay. Oh, really? But I'll tell you what, I've why really do you like that. That's that's good. Like, you got sniper points, you got No, I I don't like crash. I don't like crash because of the I don't like maps that focus one area on it. I think a good map is a map where you can feel like anywhere could be a potential fighting area. Uh-huh. But that main tower in crash, it's just where everybody well, it goes. What you're, game you're, mode th- you're thinking of rust. No, I'm not. I'm not thinking of no, rust. You're, I'm th- thinking, you're thinking, thinking about on thinking top of, of the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, thinking of the but, restaurant building. But okay. you have to But I really understand. have enjoyed the new raid map. Yeah. That is on raid the new map. Raid is a great map. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I can't really remember. That was kind of a... I didn't, wasn't expecting that question, That's so I wasn't really too, right? think about mm-hmm. it. But I really like yeah. raid, and that, go, that, that also follows my point of anywhere in raid can be a potential... Mm-hmm. fight like sure. there's so many places in crash where it's just a dead zone like back in the back fields and like the far left hand right you don't have people sniping back there uh, it's the just field? it's just like yeah. the main fight is right by the helicopter and right by that hotel i, I just feel like that's annoying to me because then it just becomes this sit and camp when but, you get in there and it's especially on search and destroy well but i understand on search and destroy but you also have to take into account like game modes because if you're talking yeah. like domination, I don't there's one in the room. there's domination in the like well, domination a, forces you. But yeah. I think a good map. I th- I just think team death match with a good map yeah. because it's just mm-hmm. that's the stereotype for a game mode. So yeah, I don't no. I personally don't like Crash honestly, yeah. and I do not like the new naval one on the new COD. That's also it's Armada. Not, I don't like that yeah, one that either. Sucks. Yeah, that's that's a rough one. What but, was the, what's the name of the starts with a P and called it Modern Warfare? Piccadilly. That, oh, I hate that. Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah, you're worst. preaching to the choir. Everybody. That's the worst Call of Duty. You, literally, literally, you ever watch the player dropout on that? Like, if you join a game yeah. to see how many people, how many times you get refreshed with people. Mm-hmm. See, see, what's interesting is that if you look at the most popular Call of Duty maps, like Raid, uh, one of my favorites, um, Terminal. Terminal was good. Terminal um, was good. 
Um, I really like Nuketown, honestly. That's I do too. Going. Really I, do. I also I'm really just so like. Tired of it. It's yeah. like when every but, single. No, it's like their crown jewel. Quality. It's like their crown jewel. It's but just like something they can remake and if, do whatever they want. It's always exciting. If you look at the like the fan favorite Call of Duty maps like that, there's usually three lanes. There's like that middle lane uh-huh. where mm-hmm. a lot of the action goes on, and then there's two lanes beside it that a lot of people fight on too. And those are always the most popular. Like raids, a perfect example of that because you have the the two sides. Um, where the like A flag and the C flag are, then you have that s- center in the middle B, and anytime they decide to make a map with that formula, it's just so much fun. And it like Piccadilly, for instance, kind of had that, but it was the map was just so chaotic in the middle, mm-hmm. and it kind of was a circle if you yeah. think yeah. about it. That a lot again, of Piccadilly so. had that one that one zone. Like everyone went to that one like upper room like yeah. the shoe store yeah everybody oh, when yeah, there's one bad. when anytime there's a map where something's focused like the whole goal of the team deathmatch is to like get in there and hold the ground mm-hmm. i instantly hate the map because yeah. it's just frustrating because then it just sits into this like yeah kill all their claymores that are in there first and you gotta find them and then you get up to the top and then it's just this constant that's where all the fighting is yeah. I, don't, I don't like that i like so, to spread out like three lanes that you're talking yeah. about i actually found a voted list of the top 11 which is a random number mm-hmm. just read them um, off real call fast of du- yeah call of duty maps so number 11 summit from black ops oh they that's such that. a good map. that's a great map i like that that's map. another okay. three lane new thing. the original nuketown is number 10 mm-hmm. so i, I feel it's like a good that's map. a good map I, I love I think it it's a good map it, it has been kind of overdone. I understand. Uh, Eric's that's point that's on my that. point. It, it's not that it's a bad map. Yeah. It's just not, I just I, is, I, I just get excited every like, COD. I'm excited to see how they do it. <laughs> how they do it? It's the same. Well, it's they, just it, color different. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do like same the, house, the, same the Christmas building. stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just, do. That's always like the staple map that they customize. Anyway. Good. Okay. Number nine. I actually don't know this one, but it says it was remastered in the Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. But it was called Corentin, which was in the original Call of Duty. Let me see what's it said. It's like C A R E N T A N. Oh um, yeah, I know what that map is. But it said it was remade as Chinatown in yeah. Modern yes. Warfare. Yes, uh huh. Chinatown. Okay. That's a good map. Yeah, I like, I like Chinatown. That. Yeah, Overgrown in Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four. I love that map. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Overgrown yeah, that was, was pretty good. good. That was a good map. That's number. I remember uh, playing that one a lot with Braxton. Yeah, yeah. yeah Shut up, Braxton. Number, yeah, do you remember he uh, spelled his name out with yeah, letters? Yeah, I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was, was like one, he three. The, he had like the best gamer tag yeah. back yeah. in the day. Um, shout out to Braxton Harder, sponsor us. Yeah, um, sponsor us, Braxton. Don't know where you are. Number seven. Columbus. Yeah, number oh, seven. What's the social security number? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well keep going. <laughs> <laughs> number seven is Havana from Black Ops. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Um, hmm. We're having thinking the same thing. <laughs> if I remember from, remember from his medical records, <laughs> I think it's two, three, three. Yeah, uh, five, seven. <laughs> something else <laughs> from his medical records. Well, yeah, he had the medical form that he had to fill out for retreats and stuff. I probably still have those in archived. <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna get fired. Okay, so what's the rest, Corey? Po- uh, an ad popped up and really just messed oh, me up. Classic. So let me. Let me Next re- episode, refresh. stay tuned for the. Let me refresh really quick and see if I can figure something out. What's that noise? That was the uh, Dan kicking something. Dan, are you kidding me right now? You want to fight? Okay. I think okay. it was a catcher. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I warned him. Uh, number six is Terminal. Okay, that's a really oh. good map. That's okay. Yeah. Number five is Raid. Raid is number five. Fantastic. Absolutely. Let us all guess number one before you get there. Okay. Number four is actually Crash. So Logan. Aha! Uh-huh. I like Crash. Yeah, I A like Crash as well. Logan, it's okay. Shipments <laughs> next. Um, <laughs> no. 
Number three is firing range. That, oh, yeah, that's an excellent one. See, that's yeah. another good example it's of the lane. perfect three lane. I didn't realize yeah. that was on yeah. – uh, I was playing uh, uh, Black Ops 4 last night on yeah, PC, on there. and I was playing that, I and I was like, oh. It's on – what's it called? It's called It's called something else. It's like a movie studio, movie set thing. Is it? Yeah, but it's the, but same, it's the same map. map it's just like new yeah, skin. It's, like, oh, this it's is... in Black Ops, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4, uh, Call of Duty Online, and Call of Duty Mo- Mobile in case mm. any, there's any mobile gamers. Call of Duty Mobile. Um, it's actually not that bad. Number two is High Rise from Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's okay, you want to take one. a guess to yeah. the first one? I don't think anyone's going to get it except maybe Eric. <sighs> it's probably... You didn't say Rust. It's not Rust, actually. Really? really? It's not. Um, can you tell us which COD it's from? It's from uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. <sighs> it's definitely not I can't remember. I can't remember names, but was it was it on the uh, the ship? No, it's not. Uh, Wait, don't say uh, it. Oh, man. You I can't, can't look up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm <laughs> yeah, just, I, I can't forget. I, I know, I'm, I'm trying to remember from memory. I don't know. Okay. Wait it one is. sec. One sec. One sec. I know which one I want to say, but I can't remember what it's called. You know, really, for um, that to be in the first one that was like major, there was a lot of good maps on that. And is it vacant? No, it's it's strike, but I think it is vacant. I think no, isn't that strike's the same map? different. Strike's different. Strike is strike was voted number one from. Have oh, they brought that one back? You know why strike's so big? Because that was like the ultimate quick scope map. Yeah, that was a very long right, range right. map, and that in in, yeah. in that Call of Duty, that's when people start quick scoping. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Thing that I, the thing that I found really interesting about this list is there were a lot of Modern Warfare Call of Duty four maps on right. here, and I think that's cool because a lot of people we were talking earlier rank Modern Warfare two as like their favorite game, but this is actually my favorite game because it's the first game I actually got into Call of Duty. What is yeah. Modern Warfare four or Modern Warfare twenty twenty? No, uh, oh, Call the, of Duty the original, Modern, oh, okay. the original one. Okay. The one that started. That it was off, the one really? where I played on Wii and I. Do you guys want to know what I think? It might be my favorite Call of Duty map I've played. Well, if we're doing this, why don't we just go around and do time. best or favorite COD game? Best and worst? Well, no, my my favorite map. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking yeah, about... I think that the Pines that just came out in Cold War, the one in the mall, I think that is an incredible map. It's good. It's a, it's a good I map. I love that map so much. It makes me think of... Uh, too big. The one that wasn't really inside a mall too much, but it was outside the building. I think you're... But uh, I can't remember what so it was called. Are you thinking of Terminal? No. No. There, there's a mall though. It's kind of like a mall. I don't. I mean, there is like a shopping inside. Okay. But it's like you go outside more okay. around the building. What if they made a map that was like the exact replica of just a Walmart superstore? See, I have a Super hard time remembering names. <laughs> <of the maps. laughs> what kind of Walmart are you going to, Corey? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's actually like Lowe's. That's like Sam's. That's like Sam's. a Walmart yeah. superstore. Yeah. It's like oh. Home Depot. <laughs> No, the building was blue. I think it's on Black Ops too. I think. Yeah. That I'm talking about. I'm not yeah. super familiar with that one. I I think the thing you said about pines. The cool thing about the pines is it's so detailed. Yeah. Like it it's is. it's a beautiful map to look at. Yeah. I do think it's a little big depending on what game mode you're in. There's just another hot. It's just said. another map See, of the hot I mean, zones. It's big, but there's always action. It's it's not like too. Well, big. When's the last time you've had a firefight down in the arcade room? Uh, every single time I played Domination. <laughs> okay, well, Domin- again, Domination's the exception because you yeah, have to go to the points. Yeah, but most Call of Duty maps are made, modeled after I'm Domination. talking about like Team Deathmatch. There's a, there's a focal point that everyone tries to grab and it's those yeah. above the escalators. Well, I think that's the hard part is that each map does play to certain game yeah. purposes. Yeah. Like, like when we were playing last, what was it, two nights ago? Yeah. 
those smaller maps, I was like, wow, these, yeah. these are actually pretty cool. Oh, the 3v3 yeah, face-off three, maps? I, yeah, I those are awesome. That, again. that yeah. was actually really good. That's a newer mode, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I haven't seen that around. Ryan yeah. and I have been playing a ton of gunfight. And yeah. like, it's, it's, it's on the same yeah, maps, Yeah, it's on too. the same oh, maps, okay. but like, you don't Game get to show? see those maps. Game show's Game cool. Game show's a good map. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that that's was fun. cool. And then that, that one in Russia, what's it called? Mo- it's oh, it's No. Watch your language, boy. Moscow's the big one, and then it's the Kremlin. Putin's bathroom. It's Kremlin, I think. Isn't it Kremlin? Uh, it's a great film. (laughs) (laughs) Dan knew what I was talking about. Dan was following me. He's not back to your pines. Putin's uh, reminds me of Stranger Things, Ma. That's why I I said that. I said that the soundtrack of Call of Duty, the new COD Cold War soundtrack just is screams the the soundtrack of Stranger Things to me. I said that as soon as I booted it up. Like the so, so I take it you guys don't really play the campaign at all on these. Games. I have I've I, played the last I few. I do, but I haven't played Cold War. See, I, I see, played. I'm just such a sucker for multiplayer that like Same. as soon as it log in, it's just multiplayer, and then it, anything playing the campaign is just kind of like oh, I just kind of want to play multiplayer. I just don't have the time anymore to play the single. Like I've started the single player for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. but it takes me a while to get through it. Yeah. Like just, oh, I love campaign. I much, and another thing that gets like me campaigns. is that like I'm so behind on the story that every time I play, I'm just feel like I'm well, ruining it because are, like there's so many little Easter eggs and hints that I'm just missing out on. But still, I think they're pretty standalone. Yeah, like I know like the whole like storyline behind like the 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 woods, the whole woods line and stuff like that. I understand yeah. all that, but like the main like I don't know. I just feel yeah, like Cold I wish I I need to watch a recap for everything. It, like the like they need to make a movie. Wouldn't the, that be cool? The Black Ops oh. uh, campaigns oh. specifically are the campaigns are super hard to follow because yeah. they connect with each other and yeah, there's that's like what I'm trying to get conspiracies that. and flashbacks especially zombies and, well, too I think the best one was going back to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4 yeah or the, the fourth game the fourth, the fourth game. you think that was the best campaign yeah. yeah I think Black Ops 1 hands down was the best campaign oh, have you played that one hands oh, down yeah. No, the I mean, the pi- oh yeah, yeah. the python the- hole yeah. you go down in the you go down the suit like the underground with the python mm-hmm. yeah I that was the only such Call of Duty sick... campaigns I haven't played. I didn't play Infinite Warfare's campaign, and I haven't played Cold War's campaign. I but I'd say Black the... Ops One and Black Ops Two campaigns. Black Ops One was just so cool because how about Cold that War. Call of Duty Black Ops Four campaign? It was good. Or no, Black Ops Four. Oh, I, did, I didn't play that. One. I didn't play that. One. <laughs> it didn't have one. Yeah, true. That, I think that that was part of the problem that it didn't yeah. do very well because yeah. you didn't have a single. Player I think campaign. you should give the one. futuristic campaigns a, a shot because I think that the COD ca- the COD campaigns are boring sometimes to me because it's just run and gun the whole time. There's no like, there's no like some campaigns that like there's like different things you can do like well, the way you're well, infinity, infinity, infinity but i think that in i think a, that the infinite like the futuristic games i think those are cool because you actually have those different like jetpack abilities and stuff like mm-hmm. that that make the campaign feel more yeah. interactive and more like a standalone campaign See, rather than just like you know we know you're here for multiplayer but here's a little campaign well that's why i like the one that eric mentioned really good because it it broke up the run and gun. You had the sniper ones. You had the word yeah. the, the over the yeah. aircraft, Overwatch yeah. type stuff. Like that broke up the the running and gunning all the time. I also, type of thing. that's why going back to the new Modern Warfare, I actually really like the campaign because like there's that one mission where it's like lights out or something, and uh, you're sneaking yeah. around the town and you have to like assassinate people and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that I think is like yeah. was a. 
I thought that was a brilliant. Yeah, like stresses me out. Like that. In Call I mean, of it Duty, was stressful, but I thought it was brilliant. Anything like that. Call of Duty Four, you're a sniper and you're it's crawling a whole through stealth. the grass. Yeah, so you're yeah. acting like a like a, you're, you're in a ghillie suit. You're crawling around. And I would invite anybody to go back and play that. That's really, really I, I cool. will say it's stressful too because uh, you're like trying to, you know, get your bearings with it. I had, not get stepped on. I yeah. found out there was a glitch in my game and I couldn't beat it and I didn't know why. And I actually had to go back and like, like load earlier and then restart like a whole section. I Skyrim all because, the time because in that mission. It would say I was getting like rolled over by a tank or something, and I wasn't near anyone yet. Like yeah. I would just crawl in there. And I, I can't tell you which one, but I had a glitch in one too. I can't remember which one. It was that one. But there was one where That's you had to go through the woods and, and and get into this house and get some intel, and you had to come back down the bottom hill to go to it. Well, I got like enemies were coming, and I had to get forced off into the woods, and I got stuck behind a tree. No joke. <laughs> no matter how I played it out. I got a random bullet and I died. Yeah. One shot. Like I go around this side, Damn. shot around this side. I crawl, shot. Like I, I had to reload it like that. I got a weird yeah. glitch. Yeah, it was it was weird. Or do you just bad at the game? Because no, no. Like it, it no, if, if I just stood there, I died. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was old enough it's at that point, Jason like, Borden, like playing head games that like I knew it was wanted. A you had bullet. to like crawl when That's it like gave Jason you the opening, Borden. and then you had to like stop and wait for vehicles to go by and stuff. Yeah. And it was like after the vehicles had already gone through, and then I w- we were supposed to be moving, and like my teammate was moving, and I was moving, but I would move, and there was nothing around, and then it would say I got like run over or something. Oh, yeah. wow. So I had to like go back and load like two missions earlier or something, and then mm-hmm. restart, and then it was fine. But I, I kept trying. It took me a long time of trying to like yeah. figure out what was going on. Yeah. See, Black Ops had it had it had stealth missions. It had it had missions where you're you're in a chopper shooting people. It didn't have the like night vision thing you're talking about though, where you could see the like infrared stuff. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Yeah. Yeah. I like. But it, it had some it had some really epic like mm-hmm. you're you're on the machine gun in a chopper mowing things down. Super big action things. But is some of that coming from it? Was that your first real experience with Call of Duty, like playing the, the campaign? The first, cam- I mean, I played Modern Warfare 2 campaign before that because before Black Ops 1, uh, the only thing I could play on Call of Duty was the campaigns because I didn't have internet. So I'm, and then I'm Mod- pretty familiar. Modern Warfare 2 or 3 came around. We were able to play the uh, waves. Yeah, that was fun. We were big into the Modern the wave Warfare 3's campaign. Was it was it was all right. Yeah, but uh, that was that was their their version of zombies that for Modern Warfare 3 yeah. it was the wave thing. But that's I, what we grinded that. Three right. coming out, and it was kind of a little letdown from what had happened. Black in Ops the Three past. or Modern yeah. Warfare Three? No, Modern Warfare. Okay, 3. yeah, yeah. See, Modern Warfare Three multiplayer is really good, though. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Um, but I think we should talk about this. Yeah. If switch. if you were to design your own Call of Duty game, which elements from other games would you combine into the the perfect Call of Duty game, in your opinion? I, I was thinking the one thing I do like about the new Black Ops is that they have a little line above the person's head that you, you know, like that. I do because it just helps me to know, okay, I just need this much more damage mm-hmm. to, because when you're, you know, using your, you hope. your gun <laughs> and you're, you don't know whether to reload or not. Mm-hmm. I think that helps me to say, okay, I can just use a little bit more not, not need yeah. to reload or mm-hmm. I, you know, it, I think and it's I like nice that. because it also gives you the feature in the settings to turn that off if you don't like it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I like it. One, yeah. one thing I will say I wouldn't put in from that game though. They just switched 
how when you're playing multiplayer, when you get assists, it counts as eliminations. Yeah. And it doesn't show your real true, like, kill-death ratio. Yeah, that's yeah. kind so of... What because, other... like, whenever I look at my kill-death ratio, sometimes I'm like, wow, this seems, like, really high for me. Yeah. And then I and then I was talking to Ryan, and, like, we he told me that at first, and I was like, oh, and I went and looked, and it was, like, closer to what I would expect. Yeah. And I just didn't... I It was like, oh, I have over a 2KD right now, and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm playing that well. And so I didn't really, I don't really love that. It helps for leveling you up. Do you like the the purchase features of Black Ops, where you purchase your kill streak, or do you like the you get so many kills and and then that's when you get your kill? I streak? like that better. I like the yeah. getting kills, getting kills. Yeah. I like that. Because I think that's the the majority vote on that. Especially is was, that just a Black Ops thing, right? That's that's the I think it's the first time it's ever been done in Cold War, where you're you're. The point system. The point system where... No, I don't... It, it's in Call of Duty 4. Well, maybe that's... Or Black Ops 4. Are you ta- what do you mean? You, where where you can purchase... You purchase your kill streak, Like... Oh, like in the menu. No, no. Like, like before you What play I'm the saying game? is, like, in the in the game, you know how, like, in in the current Black Ops, you, you have to, to, to add points to get it, right? Yeah. You but, don't get it based off of how many kills in a row you get. But also at the you same point when by, you get the points, if let's say you use your, you know, you get enough points to use your UAV, it doesn't take away the points yeah. to get to your chopper gunner. Yeah. It's still. No, but, but it's all based on points rather than how many kills okay. you get in right, a row. Right, so, right. Yeah. so I like the you're, kill. You're that, talking that's score a, streaks versus kill streaks. Yes. yes. I yes. prefer kill streaks because I prefer that kill showed streaks. who was good at the game. Yeah. It also just gives you this level of anxiety. Freaking Black Ops One. Exactly. You knew that they were hot. What was what was dogs? Crap. What was dogs? Eleven. Like Eleven. Yeah, and then you know where original dogs came from was war, uh, World uh, War. World War. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That was like one of the cool things of the old game. Yeah. That, that game. So if you were to finish building, what like finish building your cob though? You said you wanted the the health bar above. Yeah. And then, what multiplayer would you add, like from each game? Like what, like what other aspects of it would you build with? Well, I think the because like, I'm excited like for this because I've I like thought the kills, about this. I like the kill streaks. So you yeah. add kill I like kill streaks yeah. instead Over of score, score streaks. streaks. I like. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, thanks for saying score streaks because yeah. that's what I was talking about. And then, um, I, I like the fact. I think the the prompts are always good. I like the way the prompts are done. I think I think Modern Warfare the new. I mean the newest. Modern Warfare did that well. What do you mean the prompts? The prompts that like, you get feedback for oh, getting okay, so many yeah, kills. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was really good. Like you get a lot of information yeah. off those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I think that really helps. That 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 is a that is a big aspect. Cuz some games did it better than others. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to think about some I think it was like Infinity War. I didn't really like how they did the prompts. Yeah. Right? It was kind of like yeah. generic and it was just the a, like double kill you thing. You didn't even feel like it was that exciting when you got them. Like a like double kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. I think that Halo has the best ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. We're not that, talking, we're not talking about it. We'll talk about Halo together. Kill later, but yeah. <laughs> I always love that triple kill. Yeah, that's... It didn't matter what he said as long as he talked. Funny story about Halo. This isn't a tail off into Halo, but I remember Ryan and I played the Halo games forever on this old TV, and then we upgraded TVs, and then like we didn't even know that the... Your character like said stuff in the game because the audio was so bad on the TV. <laughs> yeah. So we upgraded TVs. We got all that those prompts. We were like, "Is he saying stuff?" And, like we're like, "What the world?" <laughs> oh yeah, that's totally yeah. awesome. If we could add that into multiplayer, it, well, that would I was be gonna awesome. say having vocal stuff like that, saying that you get yeah. a double killer stuff, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. 
Can uh, I build my cod? Or, well, or just sure. your characters like, I just gotta build really excited to build this. I wanna yeah, build my cod. Okay. Build your Call of Duty. I, okay, what, what code software are you using for this? Python? <laughs> no, we're gonna use SQL Server. Unreal. <laughs> we're gonna use Microsoft Access. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay. I am a huge advocate for the leaning function and the mounting mm-hmm. function. I was like, I was so happy to have that in Modern Warfare. Whoa! And then Call of me. Duty hasn't had leaning though yet. I know. Hear me out. Hear me out. I, this is my Call of Duty okay. building. I know. Okay. I just wanted to make you aware. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Which is why I appreciate Cold War because I understand the whole like that's not a function in the old old ones. But I thought they did such a good job with the mounting thing. Yeah. It wasn't. It was cool. It wasn't in a way. It was like good. Like it. Mm-hmm. It, it used the left stick click in which is not a mappable function that people use mine's circle yeah mine's circle i accidentally hit that sometimes though oh so but Corey. also we'll have to no, talk about no. we'll have to talk later <laughs> i switched to bumper tactical for my control bumper jumper tactical bumper jumper tactical oh, yeah yeah i like it oh let's go uh, i'm getting people on the is bus that, is well that ryan you use you too? just use bumper jumper i use bumper jumper Bumper jumper tactical that's what I use. where crouches the R three. Yeah, that's what I use too. I drop shot people by accident. No, you don't use bumper jumper though. Yeah, I do. That's what you told me to change it to that. Bumper jumper? Yeah. Where you jump sure. with R one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm you'd pretty sure because that. that's you what place you, your tactical I'm with an R one and an X. I'm getting more. People you told me to change it that way because the hype bus. Well, because, because here, uh, no, let me only finish. I did that because like the leaning function was that that edge in the old Call of Duty. When you lean across and you're such, such a small profile, you get those kills really fast, you survive. Mm-hmm. Now you have to do the jump shots and you have to do the crouch shot, the, yeah, drop, you know, the shots, drop shots. Yeah. So, But I want that back just because it works so well. I want you know the interactive door stuff, peeking the doors. That mm-hmm. was really cool. I love just running through a door. That was so cool. So I thought it lost a little bit of the interactiveness of it, but I would take that back. I don't like the health bar. Sorry, no. Eric. But no. you can turn it off. So. I, I I know you can turn it off, but I think that, like, it's a like, you're not gonna know how much health a person has. I know it's a video game, but like, but the if whole you point two is people coming at you. Exactly. And you got one that's halfway exactly. Down. That's the part. That's the that's the name of the game. Like you gotta just pick. Like you don't know. You shouldn't know who's lower than the other in a multiplayer. You just game. gotta cap them. I just think <laughs> that you shouldn't be able to know. Oh, I like that. I don't like it. And also, I also think that like not only do you have your red name above your head, but now you have this red, your red name in this bar, so you're super easily spotable in like water. Anything underwater is just like might as well just not. Be. Well, I think that <laughs> comes to from a, a monitor user to a TV user. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to talk about that another time. That's a good topic. Yeah, Eric's an OG couch gamer, and we're the modern monitor gamers. Yeah. Well, I'm an OG couch gamer too. Yeah, I'm all about the monitor. I, I use yeah, the TV, back. no monitor, big TV. <laughs> all about the all about. So the, that, I'll take whatever monitor. advantage I can get but, over a monitor <laughs> player. You monitored players, you see all the detail. You see that head up, probably poking yeah. up. I need the little bar head. Whatever. <laughs> and, and my thing. Is so I feel like it's more. From the I feel like yeah. it's more of an immersive experience. Yeah, you guys are TV. like six inches away from the screen. You can see <laughs> all that detail. Okay, wait. Let me finish. I'm Sorry. almost done. No, in multiplayer, I love when Call of Duty multiplayer needs to be flashy. In my opinion, yeah. I know that sometimes people are like, "Well, that's not realistic at all." You're playing Call of Duty. There's a lot of things you can say that aren't realistic, but like having like bars. having skins that are flashy, that show off your rank that you can't buy are super important. You know, they're doing they're still doing a good job with like dark matter and gold and diamond, but that in between, like the the guns you get through the battle pass are cool, but like Black Ops 3 did the best job with cus- like customizing your character and having the most bizarre looking characters. Yeah. Those are so so cool. And 
and the, also the supply crates. Some, some something to do with the supply. You crates. want microtransactions? No, not microtransactions. That's how you got oh. supply crates. Well, it's the same. Okay, well, apples and oranges with COD points and just being able to buy, buy yeah, bundles. But, but the the crates. That's okay, a, well, let me finish. Microtransaction topic the, later. The, the crates were in were random drops. Well, I think that the crates need to be random drops. But I thought that was dumb. At the same time, Thank it you, was Eric. cool that you could roll and get those like cool skins and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I would add that back, and I said the health bar thing, but I would like the graphics to be more along the lines of what the cold or not cold war modern, modern warfare, warfare was. was. Yeah. The cold war graphics got that like I don't know how to describe it. It's like a it's, it's like a texture arcadey yeah. finish. Mm-hmm. So when I started playing Cold War coming from Modern Warfare, like I'm talking like within an hour, I just switched from one game to the other. It just felt like I was playing an older game. Yeah. So. I, I know we talked about that. So I would yeah, take yeah. the I want the graphics back. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those features come from the last two games, which COD yeah. really picked up the pace the last two games. Okay, so you want your mind? We're trying I, to I just have add one, one thing. Small to, add too. Yeah. The only thing I want to say is that if you get too flashy for me, it's just confusing. I, I like I like the I thought Call of Duty did a good job of giving you flexibility, but at the same time, not making it overcomplicated to get you so confused about yeah. what changes what, what, what this, you know, I don't like it too complex because I don't have the time to mess with it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I want to enjoy the game and I don't want to have to go. And I think that's sometimes with some of the games, the, the menus and everything are too complex. Mm-hmm. I thought Modern Warfare, you know, the newest one, did a really good job of simplifying things mm-hmm. to where... Yeah. You could find things easier, like the blueprints. The, those were kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just at some point I'm like, like what's like where am I leveling up at this point? Because once you unlock the attachments for all the guns you like, it's just like, why am I why am I leveling up? Like why so you've am done like, all the games on all the guns? You've leveled up all the guns? Not all the guns, but at the same time, all the attachments for every single gun is exactly the same. No. Yeah. On and then no, on not. Cold War. Oh, Cold War? Yeah, every oh. attachment for every Cold gun War. is the same level and the same exact boost to your gun, which was not the way in the old Call of Duties. Yeah. But that's not my point. What I'm so. saying is like the the flashiness you like the, gave the you the gave you the like you're leveling up to get something more than just attachments for your guns. You can get these cool skins, you can get all these cool like things like that. They're like so, Did you like the fire and the the like your gun shoots like a laser. Oh, type. the the tracer rounds yeah, and stuff. Oh rounds. yeah, I love yeah, that kind of stuff. stuff. I think that stuff is so cool because yeah, you can it just is. it's it's so sick. So they did that. that in Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Logan, do you think that those kind of things should be strictly based off of like level then? Because like, like you kind of made it sound like yeah, like skill. So like instead of everyone, I hope not because I'm terrible and yeah. I'll never get it good but, enough like, to get stuff but like. Like that. if they're like if you are prestiged like master prestige something you should have a skin Nova. like no one else can get oh 100 unless you're master prestige. yeah because nothing's more intimidating than scrolling through your lobby characters and that's also what black ops 3 did the first thing that shows up is your lobby the characters in that lobby mm-hmm. not their names but the characters yeah. and you could tell you were like oh shoot we're in for it yeah. because that guy yeah. like that well, guy's got the weird exoskins and stuff yeah. like that but in well, that game that was mainly an indicator that they're they're they have money and they're willing to to pay. Well, for maybe that wasn't roles. a good example of that game specifically, but when you get those calling cards and things that are specific yeah. to yeah. your rank, 
Those are yeah. cool. Of course, she could be like me and get those through shipment, playing thousands of rounds. Of <laughs> yeah, shipment, yeah. Just That's grew. just a sad I life. Got <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I have I have like one minor thing, and sure. I think it would be something that most people would not like at all. But it's just because of My tr- games I like. No, it's just because of games. He I've wants a re- Wii remote. No, I would love, especially in like the campaign. Uh-huh. I would love to implement like a setting. Where you can turn off everything on your screen so you don't see everything, like in oh, Ghost. Yeah, they have hardcore. That because does that when I played yeah. in every well, Call of Duty game. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean like I mean like across the board because I was thinking of like Ghost of Tsushima, how that yeah. game looked mm-hmm. different. I just loved playing that game and seeing the environment mm-hmm. and like kind of immersing. I yourself think in the you can in Cold War turn off all that stuff. You, you might be able to, but like I understand, especially but like, you're talking when about you're playing, single player. Yeah, I mean I, even like I single player and oh. stuff. Just, it would be difficult because, like, you wouldn't know, like, how many yeah, how much like, tactical have, yeah. grenades and stuff you have and whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's when you just look down, you're being like, oh, able to, <laughs> being able to, like, actually see the environment, especially as graphics are getting better. Yeah. Like, I just think that would be a really cool thing. Um, also, just like, I, I really agree with the, I always thought that Call of Duty along with the guns like the guns you can just play for a really long time and get your gun mm-hmm. diamond or whatever but especially now that they're doing seasons i think they should make it almost make it more difficult to complete like the level 100 of the season and then whatever level 100 is it should have like something like an epic skin it's what fortnite like, did <laughs> well yeah but yeah. you can also buy them in fortnite like yeah, i don't think uh, yeah, yeah, i don't yeah, think I can... you should be able to buy it no, i think 100%. you should have to be good enough to win it and like that could really separate uh-huh. how good people are i agree See, the only thing for me is like i don't have time to do that and if i do any other games that have battle passes then i gotta choose what game i want to play that's selfish what... of you though yeah yeah but i'm just saying I'm that's the real real life because i have apex battle pass i have and, know, and i get that pass. too and i get that too but i'm not even talking simply just based on like time i'm talking like i think it would be fair Cause I'm I'm an average Call of Duty player. Like I'm not I'm not gonna even remotely say I'm good. I just have fun playing. But I think it'd be really cool for people that actually are like crazy good to have access to something based on their skill that just like you mm-hmm. can't get unless oh, you, I'm, you're I'm, that. Skill. I'm fine with it. There are certain things, but I don't think the, that necessarily has to be a skin or. Okay. A, a well, he, here's my idea. I okay. have an idea. This it's gonna tie into this. Okay. So if I were to make my own call, my own Call of Duty. Um, the first thing that I would want is two different versions of multiplayer, which has kind of been done, which actually has been done a lot in the past. But take skill-based matchmaking completely out of just regular multiplayer. Like, let people play multiplayer, be in random lobbies, be with noobs, be with pros. Um, that is fun, and that was what a lot of people play Call of Duty for. But also hmm. have... That's what Halo did have, with social. And- exactly, yeah. But... In addition to just regular multiplayer, pub stomping, have a like ranked mode, which has been done, but do it to where as you go through the ranks, um, let's let's say you get like a certain KD or you get a certain amount of points or you go up the ranks, you start unlocking these really cool cosmetic items Logan's talking about. But the only way to do that is if you're in this, the, the skill-based matchmaking lobbies that you're doing really well in you're doing better than people like have have some kind of have some kind of like 
item you get based on your like global rank for the leaderboards. Because I can see on my leaderboard that I'm pretty high ranked and I don't get crap for it. The only thing I get for it is harder multiplayer lobbies and I'm playing by myself. Yeah. And it's really I, annoying. I think it would well, be... You got it. Activision just texted me and they're like, hey, tell Ryan to be quiet. He's spoiling the next one. Well, and it's dumb because they're, they don't even, they're trying to hide the fact that skill-based matchmaking is in the game, which is garbage because people are, are the only thing that people are getting for getting better at the game is harder lobbies, which well, is annoying. Well, you got to keep in mind, why, why do they have these seasons and everything is to keep people playing the yeah. game, right? And so they want to, they want to have a mixture of people having a good experience with the game. If if they've got somebody that's somebody that like you that's really good at it, they already got you locked in. Yeah. They want to keep well, the casual gamer. See, to play. I think that's a bunch of crap. Though, <laughs> that. Because well, they they want money. They well, don't because care. Because what Call of Duty World or Cold War right now is doing is so much of it caters towards noobs. They have skill based matchmaking oh, yeah. lobbies, and it's annoying. Which I mean, it's I'm fine with them having a ranked thing. Um, because if people want to be good at the game and be sweaty, they're just going to go to ranked anyway. They're going to mm-hmm. go play ranked, and the the noobs are going to be able to find a lobby with the noobs because most Do it like Overwatch. Because Learn from I'd them. say a majority of people that play Call of Duty are noobs. I would. Well, I don't know about that. I would say that I think there's just like me and you. There's a difference in age. So there's or you guys. Um, so me, I'm the casual gamer. I'm not trying to be See, a pro which, at it. Which, which with, is, with my idea, that would be that one multiplayer section. Yeah. There's no skill-based matchmaking. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, with what he said, you're happy, he's happy. That's, or, that's a good yeah. point. Or if you feel like you're still getting wrecked in regular skill ba- in, in no skill-based matchmaking, and you're a noob and you're, you're aware of that, you can go to ranked and play ranked yeah. matches with other noobs. I just want to make jokes and have a good time. And exactly. Just yeah. play the game. And, one thing, which is... It's hard to do when you're getting pounded my, by yeah. and skill-based matchmaking lobbies. And it wanna... sucks for my friends because I play a lot, and I'm, I'm pretty good at the game. And when I play with people like who... I, no, I'm not going to say that. But when I play with people like Eric, <laughs> when, when we join lobbies, the lobbies that Eric is then thrown into purposefully is because of me being a little bit better. Yeah, and then, so it's, I'm, then I'm, it's easier for you, but harder It's easier for, for me. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's great for me, but like it's it causes so many issues and it's mm-hmm. annoying. The other, uh, yeah. we're getting kind of far in time, so I'll wrap this up. The other thing, um, I don't care really at all about graphics. I just want smooth gameplay mechanics. S- smooth frame rate. It's not even frame rate. Um, I think, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think that the, the movement in Cold War, I really like the movement in Cold War. I think the last two Call of Duties, they've nailed the movement. Um, just like the way Call you slide, Minecraft. the way you jump, stuff like that. It's like, smooth, but it's a break. Like, uh, Modern Warfare did a better job mm-hmm. than Black yeah. Ops. But, uh, but I, it is interesting because uh, Black Ops, you can jump higher. Yeah, true. Yeah, which true. is less yeah. frustrating. I mean, it's 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 just the like <laughs> it, ar- it's the arcadey feel that a lot of people isn't like. It frustrating to go from Black Ops to Warzone. Oh yeah, like, it is. Why can't I see, jump up that hill? See, <laughs> when I went back to Warzone with you, I was so I was so out of it. See, a lot of people are saying that, but I don't know what the deal is with me. But I play Cold War, and then I go to Warzone, and I play better. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, it's so difficult, yeah. and I'll I'll play Warzone a lot and get like a kill here, kill there. Then I'll play Cold War for a while, and then I'll play Warzone and drop like 13, 14 kills and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know what just happened yeah. but the other I, thing so that i would say is i think that modern warfare and now cold war has is doing the best possible thing with microtransactions because there are microtransactions mm-hmm. in it you can buy some from the store but it's all just stuff that makes you look cool yeah. it, there's nothing it, you can buy to make you better at the because game because which black ops 4 black ops 3 um advanced warfare infinite warfare uh all those games 
you could pay money to get the random drops Logan was talking about. And a lot of people were spending hundred dollars that could afford it to try to get the cool weapon variant. I don't want people to pay for them though. If they were just in kids. the game. How much know. is it? Sorry, how much is it on average that you if you buy the can if you buy the season, I feel like I'm getting more points as I get because I don't spend any of my cod points until the new season comes around. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I got more points than I started out with because I just paid ten dollars and I think I've got. I think you actually get more than any. Oh other yeah, game I think I think you do as far yeah. as cod points. Well, that's what right. I did the other day when I was online with you guys. I bought a, I bought the season. Well, I had not bought the season and played all the way up to level 63 in the Battle Pass. And I counted how, like it shows you where you're at in the Battle Pass. I counted how many COD points that I would unlock if I bought it. I bought it and it just gave me all my money back. So my COD points stayed the yeah. exact same. And you just still have room to earn more. And I, we all thought it was a bad Battle Pass and I did too, so I didn't buy it. Well, not that it was bad, but the stuff in it wasn't that great, so... I just waited, and then I saw that it would pay for itself. So I was like, well, whatever. I'll just yeah. get it. <laughs> See, like in Apex, I paid $10. I've never spent anything else. So I actually have more points than that game mm-hmm. that I could buy the Battle Pass every year, every time. Yeah. But then I can also – I have extra money. So mm-hmm. if I don't make one one time, I still yeah. have money to pay mm-hmm. for the next one. Another thing I really like um, – I love camo challenges. I like trying to get gold really? and platinum I'm not for really guns. Big into that. See, I think that's one thing that makes players stand out. Because if you see someone with with diamond or dark Sorry, matter, really like when you got Damascus in yeah, Modern Warfare. When I got Damascus in Modern Warfare, that was one of the biggest gaming achievements of my whole life. We didn't touch on. It. I, I really know like we need that. to switch topics and talk about the yeah. moral dilemma part. But I, I guess another thing that I think about with making sure a good Call of Duty game is is making sure that um, the the challenges are done <laughs> we were right. T- I was talking about this. I don't like the challenges in, in Black Ops because it's like, oh, I got to go in here and change it after every game. You can't even see what you've done in the middle of the game. And in, in Modern Warfare, you could look and see, okay, where's my progression at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Black Ops, you can't tell what you're doing exactly. until you're done. And mm-hmm. then you have a little bit of time to look at, change it out. Yeah. And they change every – is it every day they change some of those out? Yeah. I think I, so. And you I, have to I, walk I've in. never really done the daily challenges, but I, I know oh, what you're talking about it being annoying. Because I go in, I, I don't have enough time in a day to really go play video games. I have like maybe two or three hours Yeah. if I want to stay up late yeah. and, and, and get things done. So I have a small window of time to actually play and get some things done, and I play two games yeah. in that time frame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Sorry. Well, for the more dilemma per, like portion, should we since we're kind of sh- – Shorter on time. No, you let Eric take the lead on no, that, and just, we can. We, we I can think we should it. just keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's well, fine. I mean, there was the. I mean, let's yeah. let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we need so to introduce. So, kind of with this new season, we want to like have this moral dilemma about the topic we're talking about. Um, so this one, what we're thinking of is in Modern Warfare 2, there's a mission called No Russian that's kind of infamous in all video games for being like, for a lot of people, the most uh, offensive thing possible. Um, pretty much what the mission is for people who don't know is you're this undercover agent that um, is trying to learn more about the enemy team or whatever. And there's a mission where you go into this airport, airport, <laughs> and um, you are a part of like an airport shooting, like, it's a, like terrorist a terrorist attack. attack. Yeah. yeah. And in the mission, your character, um, you're with these these other people. Um, who are just shooting innocent people in the airport. You like, go up this elevator, take them all by surprise, and you, you just mow them down. <laughs> and you, as the player, are prompted to do the same thing. There's ways to work around that. You can just shoot your gun and not kill people, apparently. But it's kind of the goal. Um, which, I mean, it's 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 a video game. I it's mean, very it's, graphic. It's, it's well. very graphic. Um, 
I think it kind of makes sense in the game. It's just kind of mm-hmm. that game specifically is trying to be super realistic. It's called Modern Warfare for a reason. Yeah. It's very grisly. It's it's rated M too. Yeah, that's that's the take I kind of wanted to take on this too is I know there's like a lot we can go back and forth on it. Um and I definitely think it is a graphic thing. Um but kind of like what you touched on, you know, Games have ratings for reasons, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are letting, you know, their kids younger and younger play these video games now. Mm-hmm. But when you're buying a game and it's rated mature, yeah. it's supposed to be for eighteen plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, and and so like obviously this is eighteen plus. And, and the and the couple things that I want to point out about this mission, Ryan touched on a couple of them. We've talked about this several times, but before you start this mission in this particular game, it warns you that it's going to be like a graphic, there's extra graphic content. Mm-hmm. And it actually gives you a chance to skip the entire part of the mission without losing any any aspect of the game, really. Like, it just skips right past it. You have that option. Um, and also, like Ryan also said, we had talked about this. You can actually, it tells you that, like, you're supposed to not, you're undercover, and you're not supposed to raise suspicion with the people that you're working for. But you can actually fire your gun in the airport and not aim at people. And as long as you're, like, shooting your gun, you don't actually have to kill anyone yourself. Mm-hmm. But the main thing that I wanted to point out about this specific mission is this stuff actually goes on in real life. Yeah. Which, people don't, which people don't understand that there are, like, even as low as, like, undercover police officers and stuff... Their situation, maybe not necessarily killing a bunch of people, obviously they'd stop that, but there are police officers that have to commit crimes to prove to whatever undercover organization they're they're in that mm-hmm. they're not a police officer. Yeah. So this, maybe not to the severity of this, but this is taking place in a different country in the game. Um, I mean, is it not, it doesn't, not take place in Russia. I mean, it's called mm-hmm. No Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, but a country that, like, historically has come across as more violent. Yeah. You know, um, and it's kind of one of those things that's like, I know it's very graphic, but for me personally, they put the label there for a reason that it's a mature game. They give you the option to skip it if you want to. Mm-hmm. And it, that kind of stuff. It happens, yeah. yeah, and it's it, it's hard, mm-hmm. and it's not for everybody, yeah. But I think you need to really search yourself and figure mm-hmm. out whether or not you can handle. See, that. something I kind of was thinking about this is that um, it, this and Eric has Eric sent this verse in here that we'll worry here in a little bit. Um, but I was just kind of thinking about how with media and stuff, kind of forever on. I'm not forever, obviously, but at least the last decade. Um, like violence has become a very pivotal thing in movies and stuff and in video games, like graphic violence stuff. And it almost makes me wonder if it's kind of affecting people's perspective on like the value of life. Yeah. Cause a lot of times we see like super hyper violent movies of people just getting slaughtered. People just certain characters just being there to get killed off later just for like laughs and stuff like that. And I mean, it's, Game of Thrones. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones and stuff like <laughs> I that. I didn't watch it. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, it's it just got me thinking because, like, obviously, we all have value. Um, and 
it, part of me, even though I do enjoy stuff like that, just because I guess I'm just part of the, the masses on violence. It, it, it's interesting that we're fascinated by that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. kind of admit, too, that, you know, that that type of thing is, is never, violence has never been an issue for me. Yeah, like same. I enjoy that mm-hmm. actually. And it's kind of, I wonder why exactly. Yeah. That's, that, you know that's what I, mean? what I was thinking. Like why, why do why, I, yeah. And it's, I know it's not a thing that it's not a God thing. It's, well, it's something. It, well, that, I kind of wonder if it is because you yeah. know, we do have a spiritual warfare that goes on mm-hmm. and it could be that we, we understand that there's a cost to life. Yeah. Um, you think about the reason why, uh, you know, Eve was given, you know, the birth as a, as yeah. a, consequence in a way yeah. was mm-hmm. to teach her the value of what life was really like because mm-hmm. she was so willing to throw her life away yeah for sure um and you know adam was given the consequence of sweat and working hard mm-hmm. and the difficulty of that time um to do things being kicked out of the garden mm-hmm. to understand the value of things yeah. uh, so I, I think that i think that life can be taken for granted but i think that we understand that there is this yeah there, there is a struggle that there is, there is violence because of what we're in. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Even though we, we kind of ignore the truth that's there, and we, we don't want to see it totally, we still have this fascination with it. You know, what I mean? we, we have this fascination with mm-hmm. life and death. I, I'm gonna read this verse. Real sure. Quick. So Eric sent Psalm 139, 13 through 16, which is a really good point. Um, it says, "For you created my inmost being; you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works." Are wonderful. I know that I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from the pl- from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So See, that kind of goes with a lot of things that I believe that God has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So that you know, uh, you know that, that God has a plan for your life. That God has a purpose for you. That life begins in in the womb. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can we can talk about when that life begins. Is it the moment of conception, which I believe? Yeah. But I believe that God is forming and knitting together a person. Yeah. And so that brings to talking about and even broadening this conversation about uh, you know abortion. Yeah. You know what do we do with those things? You know are those are those things that we we just ignore and yeah. say that life doesn't matter? You know, just like in what we're talking about the the game that you just mow down innocent people, yeah. which you don't really have to use. Yeah, the, yeah. You don't have to shoot people. You can just workarounds. shoot the gun, and yeah. and you can avoid that in the game. But you know, what do we do with this this concept of life and mm-hmm. and that we live? Um, do we value life? Do yeah. we appreciate mm-hmm. like you're saying about the culture? Yeah, you know. Um, you know, the, life is important, and mm-hmm. that's my concern with evolution. Is that to me, it teaches, and some people probably have an argument with that 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 they don't think it does. But to me, evolution teaches that there is no real value uh-huh. in life. Yeah. That, yeah, that you're just a product of you're just your job is to pass your DNA on, mm-hmm. and if you're superior, you're going to live on, yeah. and if you're weaker, you're going to die out. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. Something better is going to come ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually yeah yeah my my the whole thought on what we were talking about um i think it's important that we realize that everyone has different convictions too i think that it's easy in this generation to assume that everyone has the same convictions as you mm-hmm. and to kind of push that upon people so i think it's important to be sensitive of what how other people feel about maybe violence is the topic mm-hmm. whether that be you know your choice of movie with a certain environment people you have whether it be you know pulling them aside and not publicly shaming them and asking them like, would you be okay with, you know, 
watching this or like playing this yeah. like with us mm-hmm. you know I, i've never asked your opinion on it yeah i think it's important to be conscious that's something i learned a lot with uh being in college and having you know going to a christian college yeah. going in with you know convictions that maybe were kind of yeah, different coming from a bother you at yeah, all coming from really a public perspective than going to a christian college and then having those same convictions and then maybe sitting down watching a movie with those people and but not realizing that's completely blindsiding someone else in the room so that actually happened with the horror movie we watched you know there was one kid you know one person walked out and we we're just like okay i see what's happening now so yeah. that's real so it's just important it's a lot easier and a lot more respectable to catch it before it it's a problem yeah but, for sure yeah that's just, a good point well and i think it, to me you know when we t- think about our faith and sharing about christ you know we, we only have so much time and i think it's easy to kind of think I was thinking about Ecclesiastes 7, verse 17. It says, Do not be excessively wicked, and do not be a fool. Why should you die before your time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a powerful verse there that talks about, you know, don't squander your life. Don't just waste your life away. That that, that you were given a purpose living here. Mm-hmm. And, and how's the gospel changing your life? And how are you allowing the gospel to change other people's mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. Are you advancing the gospel? Or are you making a difference in other people's lives? Because... It's important. Yeah. It's important for us to, to make sure we share mm-hmm. about Jesus and talk about God and, and let other people know. And you think about, it seems like to me in our culture, and I'm not saying, I don't know when this will happen, but it seems like it could be so easy that we talk about abortion and abortion's okay in in our government. And then we, we think about older people. At what point are we going to say, you know, why deal with dementia? Why... Why deal with uh, nursing homes altogether? You know, like we see COVID spikes in, in nursing homes manually. Mm-hmm. At what point can we just say that, you know, you're done? Yeah. And other and, countries you know, are doing that. Yeah. Which we and, don't and, talk about. And, and so, so or, or is, that, is there a point where we mm-hmm. determine what life is yeah, valuable well, and what life and is then, not? And then just like I know there are some states, even in the United States, that allow physician-assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. You can decide yep. that you want to commit suicide and you can go to your doctor and they, you had their steps. Like you have to like wait a certain amount of time and come back and say, you know, I still have thought about this. I still want to do it. And they can just give you a pill to go home and end it that way. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's very around yeah. us and yeah. it's mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. don't even realize. It's just, so it I just think shows, that's going to become more popular. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just shows the, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff is changing. I think there's a movie called Logan's on. Run that dealt with that. Like at a certain point at 33, you expire. Oh, really? And, and, and that you get killed off. Mm-hmm. It's just hmm. like you, you, you know, and you think about that, like if you do believe in evolution, why isn't that okay? Yeah. You know, like maybe 33 is kind of unrealistic, but mm-hmm. at what point <laughs> do you say, Short-lived. you know, you're living on government welfare, you're, you're, you're using Medicaid, you know, yeah. at what point could we just say, you know, why do we need to support you anymore? Yeah. I mean, your life is over. It's scary to think Get about. Get ready yeah. to go. And you're just an, you're just an asset or a, a liability to and us. It goes now, to yeah. this idea too, you know, I'm, I'm in, you know, my mid you know, getting close to 50, I'm 47. <laughs> what? So, you know, I thought the, we were the, all 21. <laughs> the, the idea here is that as I'm getting older, you know, like at what point can you, can we just say, you know, Eric's done, it's over, you know? I'll, I'll never say that. Oh, thanks. I'll never let go but, of Eric. <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. <laughs> <laughs> but, but isn't that interesting? Like yeah, I can, I sure. can sit here at 47 and still feel like I'm a kid. Yeah. Still feel like mm-hmm. I'm a teenager mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, maybe it's because I'm around you guys, but anyhow, it's because of moral dilemma. Yeah, moral dilemma. It keeps me young. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that I'm going to face reality at some point. So listen, I will, and subscribe. I will die. 
and why I don't I don't see myself dying right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. I still I still live. You mm-hmm. know, I still think about what I'm going to do next week. I still think about what I'm going to do next year. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I don't live like I'm dying. Yeah. yeah. But yet I am. That'd be a good live song. Like you're a, like <laughs> well, that's you're the moral dilemma. Of how yeah. I know for sure. You know, mm-hmm. we think about death. We play death all the time in video games. Absolutely. And yet we don't think about the reality of our own death. And I think that's that just that comes from you being a Christian. You know, we don't have a we have a a bodily death, but we know like eternally. You know, yeah. there's there I is even, no. I even end. think non Christians live. They don't live as they're dying. Sure, yeah, yeah. They don't prepare like, oh my goodness, I got to prepare all my riches and all the things I have, and I got to get my will ready. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. like they don't prepare to to die. Yeah. You know, if I was preparing to die, I'd call up everybody and say, hey, I'm I'm getting ready to say goodbye. You know, yeah. but we don't live that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nobody lives that way. Yeah. Sure. That's constantly building, building, building. I want to be successful. I want to have yeah. all these things, mm-hmm. and they don't live. They'll like take that avenue if it suits them at that time. Like if they want yeah. to go have fun or whatever. Oh, I'm going to live like you know, for that moment, yeah. <laughs> but not every day, like yeah. you said. Yeah. For sure. Like if we all knew the day that God has ordained for us to die, I think we'd live our lives a lot differently. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But it's that it's that grace that God's given us that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And then we have the choice of how we live it or not. Yeah. And some of those choices, like in the in video games, can be bad. Uh, hopefully, in real life, we make good choices. For mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Sorry. That was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. Was I like that a lot. Thank you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to play that at your funeral because <laughs> okay. that's going to be what kind of song is that? <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Rampage. No, like I'm, I'm going to play that recording at your funeral Oh, because okay. that's going to, that's going to speak I, a lot. It, I mean, it already does. It gets me fired up because there are some people that actually um, have been able to record before they passed away. Mm-hmm. Powerful stuff. Oh yeah. And I, it'd be awesome if I could do that. Maybe I should just do that. Just record something to be played at my funeral because that's, that's that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah. that they're able to speak, and they they didn't speak with remorse. They knew where they were headed. They knew yeah. where they were going, and and they were like, "Don't mourn for me. Live, you know, I want you to live for just, Christ." Just pastor yeah. your own funeral. You don't need yeah. a pastor to do it. Just do your own. Just do, just do yourself. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric was a great man. <laughs> I knew him for so long. <laughs> man, what he a was smart. Guy. He the, was smart, funny. But, <laughs> with the technology we have now, we could just let you do one of those holograms where you can yeah, preach that, yourself. Well, did you hear about that? Like uh, Kanye West created a hologram for his uh, wife's birthday of her oh, dad that passed away. Yeah, well, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should look it up. There's a video. <laughs> well, they of did it. that with like Michael Jackson one time yep. and yeah. a couple other people. But. but before we get off this topic, what is the value of your life? Mm-hmm. And each life has value. And I, you know, even today we had somebody baptized here at the church, mm-hmm. and it was because of a track that we put in that God led her here and. She was able to meet with our pastor and and and, and was baptized this morning. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, so awesome. the the track cost us thirty five thousand dollars to have done. What's the value of her life for eternity? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just That's a track, special. but it was a tool used by God. Yeah. To bring someone here that might have not been here mm-hmm. to meet somebody and. And you if know, she's we, the only one, all that money is 100% it's, it's worth, worth it. it. And that goes 100%. back to my starfish story because mm-hmm. every life does matter. Your mm-hmm. life matters. And so the, the enemy, the, the enemy, Satan will tell you that your life doesn't matter. And I want to tell you today that your life matters. Your life is a very uh, consequential thing. And what you do with your life now echoes into eternity. And that's from Gladiator. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a great but still trail. It's so true. It's from Gladiator. It's so true. Hey, at least you owned up. You didn't. That you didn't. You gave credit where credit was due. We are putting a timestamp in at this moment. I've seen that movie so many times, and I still wouldn't have known. I was like, I was like, man, that's a good quote, Eric. That was deep. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, that's gonna be a tattoo. You're like, and that's from Gladiator. I saw the moment where he's thinking about just going with it, but then he decided now. I'll fess up. He, I, yeah, saw, I saw that decision moment. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it was right there. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that was awesome. Fits yeah. the bill. Good stuff, guys. All right. Man, that was Eric. beautiful. That was good. Thanks. I liked that a lot. A lot of stuff that. Season two. Yep. Season two, episode season one. Season two, baby. Bring in the heat. Bring let in the us, heat. Let us know some stuff he wants to talk about. Yeah, bear or, with us for the first few just so we can, yeah. you know, figure out yeah. the whole one topic wonder. So but if, I think it went well. I don't know how many episodes it'll take for us to figure out what we're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's t- taken two seasons so far, yeah. so we're still figuring out. Yeah. 30 episodes sure. in season one. <laughs> but thank you all for watching. Thank you, Dan, for being here. You had a lot yeah. of good insight. Support. You had a lot of good insight. Uh, he shook his head in agreement a lot. Oh, shoot. His mic wasn't on this whole time. He winked I'm at so me a sorry. few times. Yeah. No, he was just he's doing creepy stuff to me the whole episode. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, if you didn't like Call of Duty, you're gonna like the next one. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't even hope so. Yeah, you you probably like this though. We're talking about Battlefield. Not yeah. joking. We're talking about <laughs> oh, please, no. uh, more Call of Duty. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for watching. Peace. See you. See you.